Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I am thrilled to be chatting to you once more from South Carolina, especially because I have heard it is minus 20 back home near Toronto. And let me tell you, I am happy to be beachside and not snowside. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, honestly, being down here lifts my mood. I know that they say, you know, seasonal depression is a, a real thing. And I got to tell you, being surrounded by sunshine and water during a time where I'm typically surrounded by ice and snow really has just invigorated me, my energy, my mood. I just, I feel fantastic. So I'm very seriously considering being down here for six months next year because who needs to deal with the snow? I am not a snow bunny, not a skier, (laughs) anything to that nature. And so being by the beach sounds a lot more fun to me. Anyway, today I wanted to talk to all of you about how to stay broke as a personal stylist or an entrepreneur. Many of you know that I privately coach and regularly coach through my programs, uh, personal stylists and a lot of general entrepreneurs as well. It's not specific only to stylists. And there are common things that I find trip up entrepreneurs in their path to success. And these are things that I have certainly overcome while becoming more and more successful. And these are things that I regularly talk to a lot of entrepreneurs about in terms of what might be holding them back, because it's so hard when we are striving for success to see potentially what roadblocks are actually in our way, because we're so close to ourselves and our circumstance and what we surround ourselves with. And so these things are elements that come up in conversation with my clients. And I wanted to share them with all of you in case they are helpful or just things to consider in general so that you are not holding yourself back from success and ultimately can move forward with a lot of momentum. And to me, this is part of styling your life, becoming successful, you know, being as abundant as possible, which is what I love to talk to others about. And so let's dive in to some of the top reasons on how you might be holding yourself back and as a result, staying broke. Now, the very first is to avoid uncomfortable actions. This is something that I know trips everyone up, myself included. I remember when I very first began as a stylist, or for that matter, any job. If you were to think of a job you maybe began in your teens, um, or whenever your first job was. For me personally, I started working when I was 13. It was a part-time job in my dad's clinic, and I was the receptionist. I was there to answer the phone and talk to patients and help them book their appointments and so on and so forth. And I really wanted to do a good job. 
But part of this job was to answer the phone and be more adult-like, if you will, than what I was typically used to at the age of 13. And so it was uncomfortable for me to learn how to answer the phone and navigate relationships with adults and help them book their appointments, et cetera. It was uncomfortable because I didn't know what I was doing and I was worried about looking silly. This can be extrapolated to any entrepreneur. You know, we in thought know what we quote unquote should be doing to push push the needle forward or there's many ideas that are presented online about how we can be more successful or things that we can try in order to get our name and brand out there. But a lot of people avoid things simply because it is uncomfortable for them to do. And let me tell you that the path of success is you being uncomfortable, I would say like 70% of the time. (laughs) And this is something that you're going to have to get comfortable with is being uncomfortable. I know just about every milestone I've had in my business, every mini celebration along the way has originated from me doing something that made me feel uncomfortable, but ultimately paid off in the long run. I remember the very first time a producer called me for television and asked me to come on the show and even audition for the show, I was terrified. But my motto has always been, say yes, you will figure it out later on. And I think my body was like, like shaking in incredible ways as I was going through my audition when I did these things, but it paid off. I landed being a seasonal expert for the show because I took the uncomfortable action. Just like when I wanted to get on public relations lists, I had no idea what to even write or create to reach out to these people. And yet I just fumbled my way through it. I was uncomfortable. I was willing to have someone send me an email back saying, how dare you? This is not how you do this. (laughs) And I did it anyway. My path to success has been littered with uncomfortable action. And if you talk to any successful entrepreneur, you will find that their path has been very similar. There are always going to be things that we do that make us uncomfortable in the name of growth. And of course it's uncomfortable because you haven't done it before. It's completely normal. And so the one thing that I've just had to get comfortable with is doing the things that make me nervous, make me uncomfortable, that stretch what I believe to be true about who I am. And this is why I love running a business so much because in my opinion, it is the world's greatest personal development roller coaster you will ever be on in the best way (laughs) because you will truly see what you are capable of and the growth you will experience is exponential. Absolutely exponential. When I look back to who I was even last year, I'm just not the same person. And it's because I'm always moving in the direction of uncomfortable actions. And so ask yourself, what are you resisting knowing that will ultimately move the needle forward? Is it introducing yourself as a stylist? Is it reaching out to people you desperately want to reach out to? Is it showing up on video? This is a huge one for a lot of entrepreneurs. And I get it. When I very first started posting on YouTube or Reels or anything, it is uncomfortable. A lot of people are worried they're going to be trolled. But ultimately, you got to get on camera. You got to show yourself. You got to let people see your mannerisms, experience your energy. Let Let them be a part of your world. And I know that that's uncomfortable, but ultimately you need to decide if you're going to sacrifice your business in lieu of your comfort zone. Now, the second one on how to stay broke is to start tomorrow. 
There are so many people that put off their to-do list of, oh, I'll do that next week. I'll start it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll do that when I, I either have the money or I have more time or I'm less busy or, oh, like, you know, when my kids are older or fill in the blank. I mean, all of us have different circumstances that happen in our lives and all of us have reasons of why we could technically put things off tomorrow. And this is not to say that you need to work from, you know, 6 a.m. to 1 a.m., and grind yourself into the ground. But a lot of us truly are putting off a lot of actions that we know would, again, move us forward in the path of success because we're simply procrastinating and we start things a lot later than we probably should. And so ask yourself truly, are there things or do you hear yourself saying or creating a lot of excuses of starting things later when you could ultimately start them now? There are a lot of things I start when it's highly inconvenient for me, (laughs) but I know that it will ultimately figure itself out. I trust myself to figure out things in whatever circumstance I may find myself in. And again, ultimately, I am thankful that I did so because it helps me, again, push the needle forward. Just like when I had begun my podcast a couple years back, I had no idea what I was doing (laughs) But I remember as soon as I had the idea and it felt good to me, I thought, you know what? Okay. And I literally put it in my agenda to start Googling and figuring out the the very first beginnings of how you even set up a podcast. Like, what do I need to know about this? And I did the things I could in small baby steps to start getting myself to the ultimate goal of having my podcast. And yet here we are. (laughs) So stop procrastinating. It does not serve you watch yourself and where you're making excuses with your to-do list and start them as soon as you can. Now, the third one is comparing yourself to other stylists or other entrepreneurs. Oh man, this is one that just steals all joy from our day or the journey that we're on as business owners. It is so easy to see everyone's highlight reel on social media and think to yourself that we should be further along. But entering into that realm of comparison is not helpful because all it's done is put you in stagnant energy and it's robbed you of your creative process, truly. The thing that makes a lot of entrepreneurs successful is that they put blinders on and they truly start marching to the beat of their own drum because you kind of have to, right? If I start looking around at what every single stylist is doing or every single entrepreneur or what everybody's making money-wise, it can cripple you and it would cripple me too. And so this is why you wanna watch your consumption and ask yourself, are you consuming more than you are creating? And this is something I talk to the women inside of Rice Through Style about all the time, because a lot of them can get in comparison-itis in terms of body image, who's buying what, you know, I should be further ahead in my goals, I should be doing X, Y, Z thing. And again, it's not helpful. And so ask yourself, you know, have you started this comparison wheel for yourself because you are spending more time consuming and scrolling and intaking information online versus creating and expanding your mind in a way that ultimately serves you and moves you closer towards your desires and goals that you have for yourself. You know, I I always think, you know, stylists ultimately, we all kind of do the same thing, right? But what separates all of us is our messaging, our approach, and our energy. You are your own niche. And this is the same thing with any entrepreneur. You are your own niche. And so if you start acting like everybody else, 
or acting like someone else that you're looking at online, you're going to fall flat. And the reason for that is because the person that you're comparing yourself to, they created what they created with their own magic, their own energy, their own, um, view viewpoint on why they created that thing. Like you don't know why someone created the thing that they have. And so if you go to duplicate it, thinking that, you know, if you just copy what they do, um, and, and compare yourself enough to them and start following their steps, it'll make you just as successful. Oftentimes that's not the case because you've again, become a carbon copy versus showing up like yourself. Right. And that's not going to lead you to an inspired place in your business and liberate you and make you feel more abundant about what you're doing. It's really going to like rob you truly of all of your magic and have you second guessing everything that you do. And so what can you do to put more blinders on in your creative process to allow your own magic and intuition and creativity to be infused in everything that you create? You know, I, for me, a lot of the time it's been putting my phone in com a completely different room. I am definitely the girl on average that responds to most of my friends hours later because I don't want to be interrupted and I need to finish what it is that I'm working on so that that energy, that headspace, the mentality that I'm in can be again, infused into my creative work. And so when I need a break or I'm ready to have a break, then I can get distracted by uh, like other things. And this is not a perfect art to be clear. There's some days I'm worse with my phone than others. Just like in the morning when I have a morning routine. And again, if you don't want to have one, that's fine, but I'm, I'm definitely a big morning routine gal. And I have to practice not looking at my phone in the morning. So again, sometimes I have to put it in the other room because I need to get my energy at a place that makes me feel like anything is possible. And I find that oftentimes for me personally, consuming a lot just gets my energy in a really like funky kind of place and actually puts me in a lower vibration that wants me to not create. And then I start scrolling and then I get into comparison itis thinking I should be further along than I am versus in an expansive place of like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about this and serve people in this way. And so again, comparing yourself is never a good idea. And so if you need to go on a social media diet, do that. The next way to stay broke is to surround yourself with people that think small. This is so important. Who you surround yourself with is absolutely everything. You know, I, I know this gets talked about a lot and it almost sounds like cliche and preachy at this point, but truly if you're around people that think small and are thinking like status quo, they don't really want to get ahead. They're happy with the nine to five life. They don't want to you know, expand into the realms that you want to expand for yourself, then you got to change your environment. Now, this doesn't mean you need to ditch people, but you really want to be aware of how much time you're spending with people that don't want to get ahead because it's not inspiring to you and their habits will leak onto you. That's just how it works. I know one of the biggest ways that I first experienced this was when I joined a mastermind. And it was the first time where I felt like I was truly surrounded by other women who just wanted really incredible big things. And I have never felt so energized as I did at that moment. And my business started exploding 
when I was surrounding myself with other big thinking entrepreneurs. And I cannot and will not go back after that. (laughs) And so anyone to me that thinks realistic or small, it's fine, but they're going to get realistic and small results. And that's not what I want for myself. And so again, if you're wanting big things for your business and your life, ask yourself, who are you spending all of your time with? And does that align with the goals that you've ultimately set? Because if not, then you really need to consider whether those relationships are serving you or whether they are something that you need to maybe step away from just a little bit. Now, the next thing to keep yourself broke as an entrepreneur, as a stylist, is to never expand your mind with books, mentors, or seminars. This is, again, something that I think a lot of people take for granted. We are definitely, I don't even think we're in an information age anymore. I know a lot of people say that, but I actually agree with Tony Robbins where he talks about we're actually in a shock age. You know, news in itself is not really all that informing now. They just share headlines to shock people, to get you to watch, to get you to click, etc. And so when you're thinking about information, everything you could possibly want to know is in a book or a video somewhere. It's in the ethers of the interwebs, if you will, somewhere, right? And so why not expand your mind with this knowledge by filling your brain with things that are going to get you to think differently about how you are approaching your business, your relationships, your life in general, to get you to see more of what is possible. You know, there is so much gold in new and older books from very successful people, and they are just sharing their wisdom for $20 to $30. It's incredible. And so if you can fuel your mind with these people that have created success, because success does leave clues, it will change your life. Just like if you can get in a seminar, learn new information, again, from those that are successful and think bigger, it will change your energy and the way that you show up. Just like mentorship is game changing. That was one of the things that had changed my business so much was when I started hiring mentors and when I started regularly purchasing programs from anything to marketing, personal development, business, like you name it. I've I've taken just about every program under the sun and I still con- to continue to do that and I still continue to invest in mentorship with people that make more money, that are further ahead in business and that help me see more of what is possible because a good mentor is someone that has probably done all the mistakes that you might be currently making (laughs) and will show you how to not only avoid those pitfalls, but accelerate faster or maybe see what you're not seeing in your current mess. Because again, we all are just so close to what's happening in our lives that sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. And so the value of mentorship is unbelievable. I remember when I very first hired my mentor, um, I, I was like, I wildly could not afford her, <laughs> but it was such a gut yes in, in my soul. I knew that she was the person that I had to talk to that I figured it out. And I asked myself how I could make it possible to work with this person because it was something that I knew would change my business. And it did. I went from making hundred K a year to hundred K a month. It's incredible. But I wouldn't have done that had I not put myself in the room again with people that think very big and hiring a mentor to show me the things that I needed to know. And this is why I love to mentor other stylists and entrepreneurs now myself, because again, it's so incredibly valuable to have someone help you and support you along the way. Now, 
Point number six for how to stay broke as a stylist or an entrepreneur is to practice perfectionism. Perfectionism to me, I mean, you hear people talk about this all the time, like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist, that's why I haven't released this yet, or I'm such a perfectionist, that's why I haven't gotten around to this thing. And let me tell you, perfectionism is just fear and it's holding you back, truly. Everything to do with perfectionism, whether you're, you know, wanting to start the podcast or, you know, wanting to start the business or whatever it might be, the only reason you haven't started is because you're scared, right? You think that if you get it more perfect, you'll either feel more ready or that people will judge you less. And it's just not true. People are going to judge no matter what you do. It, that is just human nature. And so you have to be in it for yourself and just start and take messy action and you'll figure it out and tweak and perfect along the way. You know, my services, even as a stylist, when I very first began, I'm in my 16th year now, isn't that not crazy? But when I began 16 years ago, the way that I did my services then versus not that I see private clients anymore, but how I do them now is vastly different. And so as I kept moving in my business, as I kept working with clients, as I kept understanding how I could serve them better, my services tweaked, they changed, they evolved over time. And so had I waited until I perfected everything to where I was years later, I would have never started. My styling business would have never grown and I wouldn't be where I am now. And so again, I had to take messy action. Just like when I very first launched my, uh, my very first online program, you know, it was fantastic. It was a, like a phenomenal program, but I've updated it and tweaked it along the way based on the feedback that I've gotten, based on how I could serve more deeply and based on questions that were asked. And so again, it's always about how can you move the needle forward and serve your people even more deeply along the way. That mentality, again, will help you move forward versus keeping you stagnant, thinking that you've got to wait until you ultimately feel ready and have everything perfect, which will never happen. It will never happen. <laughs> Nothing is ever perfect. But again, you have the opportunity and choice to tweak things along the way, which is even more powerful. Now, the next tip is, or sorry, not tip, but point, <laughs> is hiring people because they're cheap. Now, there's a time and place for this, especially if you are truly like a brand spanking new entrepreneur and maybe you don't have the cash flow that you want, then of course you are going to look for the most affordable options as possible. But in a lot of instances, I do truly feel that you get what you pay for. And so I've heard a lot of people say that they've hired, I don't know, like a web developer, let's say for example, and they went with someone that was the cheapest as possible because they didn't want to pay for a lot. And then they got ghosted or someone can't follow their timeline or fill in the blank. And they've been left frustrated as a result. And that's not helpful. Just like if you do the same thing with your team members, again, not helpful because they're going to have to onboard more clients. Let's say if you're hiring a, hiring a virtual assistant, let's say for example, and you hire them for the most minimal wage as possible. While that can be great if you're at the very beginning stages of your business, ultimately in the long run, that VA, in order to make an income that supports them financially as well, they're going to have to onboard more and more and more and more and more clients to fill the gap. And when that happens, ultimately the work becomes sloppier and more mistakes happen because the fee is so low, right? And so more mistakes happen and that ultimately affects your brand image 
and also your time as an entrepreneur, right? Because you're having to micromanage even their work, which is what you hired them to do in the first place, right? And so it just leads to like one mess after the other. And so always buy, just like clothing, always buy the best quality that you can afford. Invest in hiring the best help you can because it will lead to a, a bigger success for you down the road and make sure that you're not having to micromanage any team members or having to follow up with people endlessly because again, a lot of the time we get what we pay for. Now, the next thing to stay broke as an entrepreneur, as a stylist is to ask business advice from unsuccessful people or people that don't even run a business. I, there's so many times over the years where I didn't even ask for business advice, but I was talking about something in my business and people that don't even run a business are like, oh, you should like, you shouldn't do that. Like, this is what I would do in that situation. Or, oh, like, no, you should never get into that business, which by the way, thank God I never listened to because you would not believe when first getting into this industry, how many people told me that being a stylist was not possible and would not go anywhere? Thank God I didn't listen to them. <laughs> and so if you're going to take business advice from anybody, make sure it is from someone that is in a position that you want to be in or is a lot further along than where you are. Okay. I cannot stress that enough. I, I, and again, because it's wild to me, how many people will dole out business advice and they don't even run a business. It's crazy. Or people have all these wild opinions about how business should go and how a coach should operate or how a stylist should operate. And they're not even making any money. Okay. And that's not to put any of those people down, but again, kind of like what I was suggesting before about watch who you surround yourself with unsuccessful people will, will leak their limiting beliefs onto you. And so you want to be careful of that because successful people traditionally are quite big thinkers and have more, a more expensive and abundant mindset. And so make sure you're not taking business advice from somebody that's not doing the thing that you ultimately want to do, or doesn't have the financial success or any kind of success to speak to the advice that they're doling out because it makes such a huge difference. You don't want to take on their bad habits. Now, the next one is thinking that you know it all or that you've learned all you can. I think it's sad that anyone in any industry could ever get to or think that they've gotten to a point where there's nothing to learn or like they are the end all be all and, you know, they end up getting this like holier than thou kind of attitude. And I think that having the mentality of being a forever student is a great mentality to take on when in business. There are so many things that we can all learn when it comes to business and mindset and, and growth um, and marketing and all sorts of things. And just our own skill set within our own industry, they're like... Like you couldn't possibly know it all. The the more that I've been in this business and just in entrepreneurship in general, the more I realized how little I know. <laughs> and I know a lot, like I've created a ton of success for myself, but the more I learn, the more I learn how much more I need to learn, you know? <laughs> and so you really want to be a forever student, whether that is learning from your own lessons or like failures, quote unquote, right? Anytime something doesn't work out for you, what did you learn from that situation? 
How can you learn from that situation? Or are there, again, are there more programs that you can take? Are there different skill sets that you want to um, tack on to your skill set? Or is there something that you learned in styling in general, like principles or dimensions that you've learned that you can just learn and integrate even more deeply? You know, all the style dimensions and things that I even teach to my personal stylists it blows my mind because I learned this information 16 years ago and I still integrate it more deeply and in new ways every single time I use it. It blows my mind. And so the information just becomes more rich and you get more ways on how you can integrate it and explain it to not only your clients, but also just using it in practice for yourself as well. It's absolutely invaluable. And so again, get curious about all the things that are happening around you all the time, because truly there's always something to glean that will enrich not only your experience in business and in life, but also ultimately deeply serve the people that you're here to serve and make you more successful as a result of that service. Now, the other way to stay broke as a stylist or entrepreneur is thinking that things should happen overnight. You know, I've had so many stylists talk to me about the fact that they've, you know, marketed something online and, or they're talking about a service or, or offering, and they've talked about it for, you know, let's say two weeks and, you know, they don't understand why their business hasn't blown up yet. And, you know, I hear this from a lot of entrepreneurs that like everything should happen overnight. And it's because we've been sold this false sense of instant gratification in life and in business. You know, Amazon delivers things next day or within two days and you're sold the four hour work week and all like all these different things. And yes, you can have the four hour work week once you've put in the work and built the successful brand, but in the meantime, there's a lot of footwork that needs to happen to create the brand that will ultimately start selling for itself in your business. Things do not happen overnight. You will always be working on putting yourself out there, learning more in business, talking and getting your name out there more, serving more people, et cetera, et cetera. Success is not an overnight thing. And this mentality is something that I believe is why a lot of stylists end up leaving this industry because they give themselves, you know, six months to a year. And when they're not making like, millions within that time frame, they give up. And let me be clear, like you can make a lot of money and start making money as a stylist relatively quickly in this industry if you know the strategic steps to take, number one, and regularly put yourself out there and show up on the regular, but it does not happen overnight. There are a lot of little nuances and layers that go into, again, being an entrepreneur, running a business, selling your services, et cetera, all of which can be taught. It's something I teach in my style CEO program, which is not open for enrollment at the moment, but you can go to my website and sign up for that if you're interested. Um, but success, again, like you don't wake up one morning and again, like millions of dollars have just ushered into your bank account just because you decided to go into business the day before. It just doesn't happen that way. You need more tenacity than that. And you need to be patient with yourself as you build your brand. You know, just because you know that you started a business, let's say three months ago, doesn't mean that the rest of the world knows. Okay. And so you got to just learn the baby steps of how to make money first and then start building and getting more momentum from there. You know, and, and, and it can happen relatively quickly, but it does not happen overnight. You know, a stylist I worked with um, recently, and I'm still working with recently, she's in one of my uh, bundles for all of my programs. You know, we had a call 
a private call together and she was telling me that she was charging, you know, under $400 for a package, a, a, like with a bundle of services, which is wildly undercharging. And that's a whole other topic for, for stylists that I, I'm passionate about. A lot of us in this industry undercharge. And so when we talked more strategically about how she could approach her services and how she could tackle her business so that she was truly showing up as more worthy in her business, but also deeply serving her clients, things shifted within less than a month. She reported to me actually in, on Instagram DM that she had someone book her for a $6,500 package. That was in less than a month. I was so happy for her. <laughs> That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? But again, that didn't happen overnight. It happened quickly, but not overnight. And so again, you have to give yourself time to build that momentum and those success stories in your business, because you'll gain more confidence, not only in your skill set, but in the process that you're going through as you, you build and as you grow, because again, it's not overnight. And so again, watch, you know, the fast tactics that are sold online with making you think that you open a business and before you know it, you're making 70 K months just because you decided to, to show up within a year. It doesn't happen like that for everyone. It's not saying that you can't, but it doesn't happen like that for everyone. And so give yourself time to create the momentum, the success, the brand, and create the strategies that, you know, serve you. And more importantly, serve your audience and your clients. Um, because that's, what it takes to, to run a successful business. And so I hope you got something out of this. I hope you enjoyed it. These are things again, that have just come up so frequently with all of my clients as I've been coaching them over the years, when it comes to creating a successful personal styling business, um, or just again, business in general, cause again, I help other entrepreneurs as well. So if you ever want any one-on-one -on -one coaching, if you're ever interested in that, I'm going to leave my private coaching link down below, or if you're ever wanting to have a more affordable way to ask me questions that you can get coached on. If you want help up leveling your image and designing a life you love, come join me in Rise Through Style. It's really affordable. We have weekly, weekly content that drops uh, around personal development, mindset, style, all the things. It's absolutely fantastic. And I would be honored to have you. So I'm sending you so much love. Go kill it. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.